up, East High? Hello, podcast listeners. It's Wildcat Minute, where we talk about High School Musical 3, senior year, one minute at a time. I'm Condra. And I'm Tyler. Condra, guess what? What? We have a guest. I peeked my mic. Be our guest. Be our guest. We've never done that before. Anyway, our guest is Gio. Welcome to the show. Uh, Welcome hi. back. Yeah. Thanks. Returning guest and friend of the podcast. Friend of the show, returning champion. I think Amanda <laughs> would fight you. <laughs> there can be multiple champions. Uh, not in not at East High. <laughs> in the in the sense that it's like a champion, like in in Hunger Games, where everybody's a champion mm. just for playing. Their tributes before playing. Oh, the oh, I, I was thinking of this Catching Fire. That's why, because I've yeah. seen a Catching Fire many times, and that's my favorite one. Correct. I mean, you're yeah. correct there. What is it? No, it's the it's the Triwizard Tournament in Harry Potter. Yeah, where they're all champions. Yes. There we go. That that's champions in like the like this knight is my champion kind of way. Which is like yeah. they are they are battling for a larger group, and that's what you are. <laughs> What's the group I'm battling for? <laughs> the uh, one of Tyler's friends instead of all of Condra's <laughs> friends that come on this podcast, or our other podcast friends. Yeah, I was gonna say the listeners as a whole. I'll fight for the listeners. Uh, yeah, I mean you're probably. You're definitely one of our more known, consistent listeners. <laughs> you could also fight for truth, <laughs> honor, and justice. Yeah, be Sailor Moon. Oh, I was gonna say overworked twenty-somethings. Uh, <laughs> uh, I thought we championed that, Tyler. <laughs> anyway. Connor, All right. what minute are we talking about? We're talking about minute 39 of High School Musical 3 senior year. Minute 39 starts out with Gabriella's mom saying she thought she heard someone and she's making snacks. So point Woo. for me. <laughs> and ends with Taylor asking a tuxedo for what? Oh, In boy. a like, more disgusted tone, though. I didn't quite get that. that a tuxedo right. for what? All right, so I want to talk about Gabriella's mom making snacks. So she bursts Classic. out the door and says, oh, I'm making snacks. Classic TV and movie trope. You called it. I did. Condra, so who's seen this movie before, called it, which doesn't <laughs> count as a prediction. I did not remember. The thing is, though, Tyler, I've seen this movie <laughs> twice, and I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, but it's still like deja vu. It's like muscle memory, like... You're giving me way more credit than I deserve. <laughs> so three questions. What do you think Gabriella's mom is making? What did you like to eat as a coming home from school snack when you were getting home and when you were in high school or middle school, maybe? And what do you like to eat now as a coming home snack, maybe as an adult? Mm. Was it? This this might be something that happens later in the movie, in which case I'm sorry, but I think it was in High School Musical 2 when Troy mentioned that Gabriella's mom makes really good brownies. That is mentioned in 2. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. that's my I guess. I remember that at all. Is that's that um, there's brownies being made. So she's baking a sweet treat. Mm-hmm. I am going to go classic 2008, and I'm going to say she's making pizza rolls. 
Yeah, I was going to say it's got to be Totino's or... Product placement here. I can't remember which one's the the fake one that they use on Saturday Night Live or if the one they use on Saturday Night Live is a fake one. Totino's is the real one, so... All right. Well, I think so it's is it, Totino's. is it pizza rolls or is it but, bagel yeah. bites? Oh, it could be bagel bites. I was a bagel bites household. I had not had a pizza roll until I went to Sleepaway Summer Camp. And then I was like, wow, these are better than Bagel Bites. But my mom still only bought me Bagel Bites. I think Bagel Bites have a better form factor. Like, they don't have the, like... dangerous. They don't have the hot liquid in the middle. I think pizza rolls taste a little better, but even then, it's like, it's just because they're, like, ground-up sodium. Like, the pizza roll, I, I... Or the the pizza bagel, I feel like, is at least honest with you. It's like... It's a little piece of bread with sauce and cheese on top. It's not it's not good quality, but it but it's all you can see it all. That was where like my 2008 brain went to, but I do like the brownies idea. That feels very like TV after school special mom, which Gabriella's mom has always kind of felt like to me, so I like Gio's answer <laughs> better. I mean, I think the real answer is uh whichever whichever chip company paid well actually there's just the one chip company so whichever brand of chip lays decided to pay disney to uh have gabriella's mom bring out well we never see it so oh yeah so i guess none of them paid enough the other thing is that like yeah like pizza rolls and something i associate more with like a sleepover like a 9 or 10 p.m snack thing as opposed to like a 4 p.m snack which is more of like a handful of chips, maybe some salsa if you like want to go that hard. Uh, or but like no, Gabriella's mom's like been chopping up veggies and's got like dip going. Like Gabriella's mom's going a little harder here. I feel like Gabriella's mom went that hard the first like five to ten times Troy came over. But I feel like at this point, it's one of those things where Troy comes over. And he gets very similar treatment to Gabriella in terms of snacks. And so Gabriella's mom could be one of those mom that like every when you come home from school, you've got like a, a cheese plate and some veggies laid out. But I feel like uh, she probably since um, she's the one with the job that makes the move around, I think. Yeah. Is just like. We've got a drawer full of snacks. Go crazy, kids. This is my thing. Yeah, she's she's too busy. She's a single mother. She's she's busy. She doesn't have time to be baking at 4 p.m., which yeah. now I'm thinking maybe they had rehearsal after school. So maybe it's closer to like 6 or 7. It's true. In which case, it's, it would make more sense for her to have dinner. So I'm guessing more what Gio is saying, which is like, it's a plate of Triscuits and cheese and maybe some grapes or dried mangoes if if she's feeling fancy that day. Or Did like people eat sticks. dried mangoes in 2008? No. They're in they're in the southwest though. Sure, like, yeah. Okay. Dried oh, fruits yeah, yeah, are yeah. like more common. There were two more questions. Yeah, there were. <laughs> I feel like we've I feel like we've been talking about it, but like, what did you like to eat when you were in middle and high school, or what do you like to eat now? Either either is or both is fine. I ate so much goldfish. <laughs> I just remember eating so much goldfish, 
and also like peanut butter crackers. Like I just ate a lot of goldfish and peanut butter. And now it's just like pretzels. It's all pretzels all the time. I have never really liked pizza rolls or bagel bites, so I will add that in. I've not, I don't, I never liked sauce. Tyler, I have never liked sauce. I wasn't complaining about that. I was, I was saying that's totally valid because no one's heating up the oven at 4 p.m. Like, yeah, that was the other thing. The commercials, though, all those like after school snack, those like kids, welcome home from school. Here's your pizza rolls. Like, all the commercials yeah. were meant for after school. We didn't have a mom or dad who was home at four. No, I do feel I like. Mean- <laughs> Air fryers probably upped like suburban after school pizza rolls by a million percent. Like oh, that's yeah. true. I want to try that. That is a game changer. Because the bagel bites were always microwaved, and that's not, that's mm. not the, the best texture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like I just came home and we 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 did have one of those snack drawers where like anytime my mom went grocery shopping. There was always some sort of like small packaged snack that she filled this drawer with. And then like one of them went into my lunch every day. And I think every time I came home, I would just go into the drawer, pull something out and just was eat it. Was it like fruit snacks or was it like chips? Uh, it was or... like chips. It was like salty stuff more. Okay. Yeah. So I guess the question was, were they individually wrapped like chips? Like were they like the 20 pack of individual bags or was it just... A full bag. I think my mom went through phases. <laughs> I think sometimes <laughs> As she, all moms yeah, do. I think sometimes she'd buy one of those like you know twenty four variety packs, and sometimes she'd just have a big bin of like honey pretzels, and she'd just take like a sandwich baggie and put like ten of them in yeah. there. I'm with Condra, except instead of peanut butter crackers, I just did cheese crackers. Mm. And uh, in high school, I would famously put them in my glasses case so they wouldn't get smushed. <laughs> which, which is a joke that later would appear on an episode of my favorite YouTube show, Cracked After Hours. But that happened after I was doing that. So I was like, wait a <laughs> second. <laughs> Real life just happened. Ironically, sat on my glasses and broke them, though, is a joke that appeared in that particular episode. Never happened to me. Yeah. (laughs) And then fruit snacks. I would get these like little like granola bar type things. Mm, I remember like these were the foods that I would like eat in between 2.30 when school ended and when I had to be at football practice at like 2.50 to be like cram a thing in my mouth, put all my pads on, run out to the field like. Yeah, the peanut butter crackers were always my pre-field hockey snack. Gio, did you do a sport in high school? Uh, No, I did tech for our musicals. That adds up. That's even cooler than what we did. And and you did that a bit in college, too. Uh, A little bit, yes. It was a different sort of thing, but yes. Less technical, more Uh like stage assistant yeah like essentially in college it was stage assistant for whoever was playing and in high school it was like i was actually a part of the show like so i was it was like at this time you move this here um i mostly Mm. was at the props table so mostly it was at this time a sweaty stressed actor is going to come and you have to take this from them and give them this and uh so true yeah 
Um, so if you were in High School Musical, the 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 click for the stick to the status quo, you would just be with Sharpay and Ryan and the theater kids, or were you a brainiac <laughs> with Martha in? My school had like a very good music program, so our brainiacs and music geeks were like very intermingled, and I was in sort of the like middle of that Venn diagram. Mm. So where kind of where Tyler was? Are yeah. you saying real high school is more complex than like everyone having one specific social circle? I mean, couldn't be right. We're <laughs> we're on a podcast about High School Musical, so <laughs> that would go against everything we believe. And what do you like to eat after getting back from work now? Just pita chips? Um, I, during the fall, which it is now, uh, I usually eat an apple. Uh, We've just like pretty (laughs) much always got a big bag of apples in our fridge. And so I'll just, anytime I need a snack, I'll just grab an apple and eat it. And uh, it's great because apples are great. And, uh... I like fall. You know, you know, they say one a day, doctor away, the whole Yeah, deal. that's what they say. It hasn't worked for me, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you eat too many apples a day. Mm. Do you eat too many apples a day? Probably. And usually they're in <laughs> pies, which might be part of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I miss but they don't warn especially you. this time of year. Mm-hmm. Or, or, is it, or is it a conflict of interest because Apple is your rival tech company? <laughs> yeah. No Famously, um, Apple, the tech company, is also deeply invested in the Apple agriculture industry. So, I mean, I'd be surprised if they didn't have a little bit of stake yeah, in probably. that. probably. <laughs> so I, I appreciate that Gabriella's mom reads the room so much better than any other character we've interacted with so far this movie. She's like, oh, shoot, serious conversation was happening, and I goofed. It's ironic, because they're not even in a room. They're outside. (laughs) Maybe that's why. Maybe their hammock is their room. It's like hammock time. What? (laughs) Gabriella's one of those people who's like, when the parents say, you can't do that under my roof. Like the typical like Disney shtick is an RV in the driveway, but she was like, no, there's a hammock in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of Gabriella's room being like, like a hammock bedroom, but we've seen her bedroom and she has a bed. Yeah. Yeah. She has like a four poster bed, right? Yeah. She's got a fancy bed. It's a big fancy house for just two people. Truly. Bit, like it's a big house. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if Gabriella's mom has to move around a bunch for work, they better be paying her to do it, you know? Maybe the house came furnished though. Like are they like how do they have enough furniture to fill it? Mm, maybe it came maybe furnished. Maybe they don't. Maybe they just have like closed doors that they don't ever go in. Maybe it's sort of like uh your situation and they don't actually own the house at all it's just because gabriella's mom has to move around so much they just kind of are like we have a house in this area it's you live here now fair and yes maybe gabriella's mom's like a military contractor maybe oh definitely i mean albuquerque yeah (laughs) 
you can say that about any city. You can be like, you know, Des Moines, military. <laughs> well, like, New Mexico is known for... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, nobody ever asked me, but what I like to eat after school now mm. is not really anything, unless I have, like, bread, and like, bread to dip in olive oil, which I will sometimes do. I, I don't really... Because I usually get home, like, 5, 5.30. I just... You know, wait till dinner or get right into dinner. What's your, um, do you have an after school snack though? Like while you're still working at school, do you have something in your desk that you munch on? No, unless I bring a granola bar to school, but I, I oftentimes will eat that in the, you know, late morning because I have a later lunch period. I have a humble request that we move on from this topic because I'm wow. getting hungry. <laughs> I just brought it back to, <laughs> to shame you guys. I was like, I can feel the hunger starting, and we've got more podcasts to do. <laughs> that we do. So, so we cut to. N- well, hold on. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, you're so, right. So Gabrielle is like, we were just talking, and then yeah, Troy. Troy's like, yeah, homework. And then <laughs> Troy gets called out on his excuse, which I appreciate. Gabrielle's like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do homework now. Okay. Speaking of homework, <laughs> the like, oh, the man. wrong excuse. Yeah. So does Troy not do homework ever? Like, is that like is this like Gabrielle is always like harping on him about homework, and she's like, oh, the one time you bring it up, you're not gonna do it again. I feel like maybe not at her house. Like, I bet he does it in like study hall. If he actually has a study hall. I feel like he also doesn't do it like like he tries. He does homework to complete it as fast as possible. Whereas Gabriella does homework to learn, right? Mm-hmm. So she's probably like, oh, an excuse to do homework and try to actually get you to learn something. But I think my impression was this is mostly just a way to, um, you know, hit home. Gabrielle is a nerd who likes to do school things and also might be slightly uncomfortable talking about whatever mysterious subject this was going to be. Well, the, the mood was ruined. Yeah. But uh, what is uh, what is the thing that she wanted to talk about? Is it the aforementioned Stanford Honors Program that might cause her to miss the musical? Which excuse me, Tyler, what was that that she's gonna be missing? The the Stanford Honors Program? No no. What she would be Oh, the musicale. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, you wouldn't want Miss Darbus running in and correcting me. No. <laughs> so then we get the weirdest establishing shot. Like Well, we what? get the front it's of the not... school for a minute. But like not a minute. there's no commercial break. Why are we getting an establishing shot? Because it's the next day. It's the next morning. Are we sure? Yes. Time has been weird in this movie. Well, I could be like a a, a morning like a week or so later, but it's establishing it's a new day of school. We see the buses pulling up and arriving. And then we cut to, this is, I don't know what you're complaining about. This is like essential movie making. You show the outside of the building before you show the inside of the building. It feels more like a TV movie when they needed a commercial break moment. 
it felt like there should have been a commercial break in here. If the if the outside of the school shot was like three seconds longer, I would agree with you. But it was actually pretty quick. They didn't linger on it to be like, okay, settle back in. It's just like establishing shot, we're in. Okay. <laughs> I just I, I Gio, what, who do like- you side with? Pick who <laughs> I uh I'm, you also do not have to. I'm truly just kidding. I don't care. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I did not pay much attention to that particular shot. It just kind of happened. For the listener at home, we did get a, a brief shot of Geo's cat, Panda, briefly inter, in, interceding into the recording setup and having to be put away. Yes, he is uh, a bit of a menace, so... As every cat should be. So then we're in the print room, the newsroom, which we haven't seen before. Yeah, it's like a computer lab, but there's also like an old style printer in it, which is what we start with in the room is like, we could be in Newsies right now. Wow, a chance for me to put in the Newsies drop? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, no, I'm editing this. There will be no Newsies drop. I could send you the newsies drop. I don't do drops. That's how we can tell they're my minutes versus your minutes. <laughs> Now's the time to seize the day. Okay, there, that was it. <laughs> now, now you just gotta cut that and have that be the newsies drop instead. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we get the, like a yearbook committee is not printing. Like they're, I get they're proofing the pages, but like, what is this printer they're printing on? <laughs> I guess they're probably using like the the newsroom. Like I think probably the the writers and the filmmakers, like me, watching this minute, got school newspaper and school yearbook a little bit conflated, <laughs> and thought. Yeah. It's the thing that prints the stuff. So there's a there's a little printer and they and then they print it out and show it to the editors. Like I don't it makes sense that like you usually print it out to see what it looks like on the paper and then you give that to the editor. Unless there's also news printing happening right now too. Like it's just an active room where lots of stuff is happening. The hustle True. and Gabriella and Taylor could be working on the newspaper and then the but they mentioned your book. No, I'm they sorry, Gio. I did talk over you. I'm not used to there being a third person here. <laughs> that's hey, that that's how conversations happen. Um, I was just saying the hustle and bustle of uh, East High. It was just a little one line. <laughs> <laughs> it did not need to be uh, called back to. But I appreciate no, everything it. you say matters. Oh, beans. So Chad and Troy come bursting into the room. With a hot pan of brownies? Like, how far has Chad been carrying this pan of brownies? So, Chad says, compliments of Zeke. Careful, they're still hot. But then Troy says, he doesn't know that we took them. Which raises so many questions. (laughs) Where is this oven in the school that, that Zeke is cooking at? How did he pull the stuff out of the oven and then, like, not be looking at it with enough time for uh, Troy and Chad to swoop in and take them. So Zeke <laughs> is working on his recipes for his final. True. We know this. 
and he probably stress bakes brownies because brownies are brainless. So he probably just threw them in, was like knee deep in his test recipe. And then Chad and Troy were like, ooh, we can pull this off. I think think these brownies had just been like, like Zeke had just put them, taken them out of the oven and put them somewhere to cool and then went on to immediately start working on something else. And Chad and Troy did, you know, cartoonish little uh, (laughs) sneaky steps. Yeah. (laughs) Chad just following those smell lines. (laughs) (laughs) And they 100% have a kitchen. They have a car, like, they have a mechanic shop in here. They 100% have a kitchen. Yeah, my high school had a kitchen. So. But, like, my my beef is with, like, the lurking that Chad and Troy would have had. Like, they would have had to know that Zeke was baking brownies. Then p- watching him and being like, okay, <laughs> eyes are off the brownies. Um, Red Fox, infiltrate, go. Uh, Chad's shirt says Greenster. It should be Green Fox. Yeah, fair. What does Greenster mean? It's probably just another Corbin Blueism. But like, what is what would the origin of that Maybe be? they're just trying to tell us that uh, Chad smokes weed. <laughs> Were Chad's eco-friendly? True. Do you think Chad's the president of the recycling club? No. I think <laughs> Chad cares about nothing other than basketball and baseball. I mean, he cares about Ryan. <laughs> that is true. Oh, fair, 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 fair. Absolutely. Ryan might be president of the recycling club. It's true. So then Chad cares. Do you think they had a compost club? When I was in high school, we started doing compost. Chad doesn't care about composting. And it's 2008, (laughs) so no. There's no compost club in 2008. So Gabriella says, kissing up to the yearbook editors. That's a good idea. Yeah. And Troy just goes over to her, and they're just, like, cuddling in place. (laughs) PDA. But it's not like gross PDA. Yeah. Yeah. And I also feel like there honestly isn't that much of like outside of songs being like, oh, yes, these two people do genuinely, you know, have high school love for each other, you know? And Mm -hmm. I feel like this is one of those scenes where you're like, oh, they're really actually trying to like they're using this time to communicate without actually trying to like be like and it's part of the plot that uh troy and gabriella like each other you know it's always interesting because troy and gabriella have such good chemistry and taylor and chad have such why are they together chemistry (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah yeah, i think they are a great juxtaposition here you can really see it because Chad is like trying to cozy up to Taylor and she's like knee deep in work, like not even paying attention to him until she realizes he said something dumb. Before that, though, Troy has a little bit of razz for Chad who goes, you know, Chad's trying to get two full pages in the yearbook, maybe even a third one for his hair. And Chad's like, well, I'm right. <laughs> Which seems weird. Wait. Wait. Would you want to get spoiled? I can find out how many pages Chad has in the yearbook. I mean, if it's just in the pretend yearbook prop that we have, 
if they didn't do a gag where they have Chad on three I didn't pages, know there was that a would be disappointing. It's not a prop. So, it's like a piece of merchandise. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's the East High Senior Yearbook branded for this movie. I'm going to, while you two talk, I'm going to count how many pages Chad is on. Like yeah. how many total pages Chad is on or like how many yearbook pages he has? Because presumably it's like, oh, the seniors all get a yearbook page. I count two so far. He so gets if he a just bl- happens he to- He gets a like, blurb page and his bio, like bio page. Is that, so is that That's one two. page or, okay, so That's, he's on both sides, like he's got a mm-hmm. twofold. Yeah. And then, hold on, I think there is one more. If I but like, if there's just like a picture of him, but it's like in basketball context, that doesn't count. Yeah, it's gotta it did be like say his dedicated pages. Yeah. Yeah, so definitely two. He didn't get the one for his hair, though. None for his hair. Yeah, Dang. I'm coming towards the end, and I'm not that seeing one for his hair. That would have been a great Easter egg. It would have. Yep, just the two. Darn. So Chad sidles up and asks, oh, Troy, after school, you want to take me to look at that no, tuxedo? No, no, not Troy. It, hoops. Oh, sorry. Hoops. The dumb nickname for Troy. Take me to look at that tuxedo? When has Chad said hoops before in like high school musical one once no it was in this movie oh i don't think hoops is that rare hoops is not a rare nickname but it is a bad one yeah (laughs) especially for troy because chad is also a basketball player so (laughs) they'd be like if someone on the yankees called Derek jeter back in the day Hey, big hitter. Like, <laughs> everyone's a big hitter. It's the Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> and Taylor has no reaction at first. And then it click. I do like, I do think her performance here is good. Monique mm-hmm. Coleman doesn't get enough performance moments in this movie thus far. And I do think this is a good one. Which will continue in the next minute. So I don't want to go too far in this. But like. Yeah, it's a little bit of a save it moment. So, Cleo, do you, is, was there anything you wanted to mention while we're in this minute? No, I <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts about textured hair, but I don't know if we really need to. I mean, we I can go. I don't know if that's we've like. Loose, <laughs> we've loosely did, done it before, so if you did, want did, to. Well, did the Raz make you uncomfortable? Like, I think. It's like the the thing about the Raz is in the back of my head. I know it was written by probably white Disney writers, you know, and, and so it's like, well, like, does he like, does Corbin blue have this hairstyle as like a bam, look at my hair or is he just, is that, like, does he just have kind of long textured hair? And the writers were like, well, Corbin Blue's hair is a statement because it's <laughs> big, you know? And I think Super in fan. the actual context of the movie, I don't think, like, Troy's comment is bad because they're clearly friends and clearly in the context of the movie, Chad's like, 
hell yeah, dude. Like, my, my hair is a physical feature of mine that I take pride in. And my, like, my homie bro acknowledging that is right. Um, but, like, when I think about it outside of the context of the movie, mm. um, especially standing right next to Monique Coleman, who, as we've talked about, or you've talked about a lot, I'm not usually here. Um, <laughs> I just talk in my car while I'm listening. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, her hair is not flattered by this movie and the outfit she has put in. Yeah, the headband problem, as most yeah. women talked about it in in years later. Mm-hmm. I did also clock that like there is the potential for ick from the hair comment, but I think assuming best intentions like is is a good thing to do and like yeah Chad Chad's hair is like hopefully something that he is proud of and I don't know I'm just restating things that Gio was saying uh, yeah I don't remember I I don't recall any time Corbin Blue has talked about his hairstyling of that time period because he was also in Jump In he was doing music recording for Disney at the time. So there's a lot of other things he was tied into. But his non-Disney performances also featured similar hairstyles. So maybe there is some of that. Like, yes, this is my hair. I know, like, he's currently... He he just started a run in Little Shop of Horrors on Broadway. Or off-Broadway. And he has changed his hairstyle since then. Yeah, yeah I, I know like- he did... It, it was a lot shorter in like 2010 or 2012 or whatever. And then yeah. I haven't paid too much attention to him since. I feel like then. it's been mostly shaved down. Yeah. For like most of the past 15 years or so. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if it was something that Disney was having him do because yeah. like, oh, fake diversity kind of thing. Yeah. Disney or even just like doing. his agent or something was like, you'll be yeah. more marketable as like a diversity actor if they can show off your um, hair, you know? It's interesting to think, like, on this train of thought. So Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off and That's So Raven being the other two, like, kind of major black male roles that were notable in Disney at the time, like, they were marketing. And both of those characters had shaved heads. Mm. I don't remember... a black character in Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off. Isn't the main character? Because it's the, the younger brother from that, so Raven. Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off? Yeah? S- seems like a, a white kid. Are you thinking I... of Corey in the house? No, because that's that, so Raven. Well, I hope that I'm wrong and that, I'm, that I don't remember, that I didn't see the, the race of that character when I was six years old and loved that movie. Oh, the side. So the friend character in Eddie's million dollar cook-off is the guy from that. So Raven as well. That's what I'm thinking of. Okay. Yeah. It's interesting. You know, was, was Corbin blue? Like you have to look at this certain way to like be marketable and as like a palatable black person for white people to enjoy or were they were or were they trying to just 
give him a chance to shine and be his natural self. I guess we will never know that. And it's probably a little bit of both. Well, I mean, if you get big enough, you could always get Corbin Blue on the pod. <laughs> if um, I got Corbin Blue on the pod, I think I might lose my mind. Like, I would have to retire after. <laughs> Is Corbin Blue... We could just Blue... talk about Little Shop. Mm, like... Fair. Sorry, you were saying, though. Is Corbin Blue. Oh, I was going to say... Is Corbin Blue a bigger get than like Lucas Grabeel or like Ashley Tisdale, like other sort of that tier of supporting actor? You know, I think the I tier like, is yes. just the tiers that they are in the movie. Yeah. Well, I feel like nowadays, though, because Corbin Blue is still actively acting and like performing in roles, mm-hmm. where Ashley Tisdale and Lucas Grabeel, Lucas Grabeel is touring right now. With like a weird reflection on High School Musical as well as other Disney things. Uh, We actually, I was looking it up. I came across it recently on Instagram and we just missed him. Like when I looked at it, we had just missed him being in the Northeast. And I was like, dang it. (laughs) But I was doing my podcasting job correctly. (laughs) On the topic of TV and movie studios not knowing how to properly showcase and empower their African-American talent. There's a Spike Lee movie from the year 2000 called Bamboozled, which is about this. And it's basically um, this black writer has this idea for like a satirical thing where he'll do a a blackface style. um, What's the genre? What's the name of that? From the early 1900s? Vaudeville? The one that like no, Mickey the, Mouse is based on. I'm so stupid. I it's vaudeville is related to that, but it's not that. And I get these, and it's hard. It's always hard to remember. Oh, minstrel shows. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um. So it's basically that this writer pitches like a minstrel show, and it becomes like the most popular show on television, and everybody likes it for the wrong reasons. Mm. And so it's literally about this like concept of like. Um, presenting blackness in media and I, I don't pre- like I don't pretend to know anything about it but that's the recommendation if you want to see a, a movie that engages with it it's really good <laughs> cool it's got most deaf in it nice well thank you for putting someone who would actually have something to comment on this in the conversation <laughs> <laughs> um, all right want to wrap this episode up sure Gio, anything else for this minute? Uh, No, I'm excited for the next one. All right. So anything to plug, Gio? Tell your parents you love them. <laughs> nice. So a step up from napping, which I think was your, your plug last time. <laughs> I think the first time I came on, I plugged voting. So I've sort of <laughs> taken a bit of a roller coaster. <gasps> nice. Well, until next time, you can follow us on social media. On Instagram, we're at Amateur Nerds. Um, on Tumblr, we're at Wildcat Minute. You can send us an email to AmateurNerdsPresent at gmail.com. Yeah, let us know what guests you want to return. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that might Hot make takes. someone very excited. I email sometimes. Maybe I'll just email you and do. say Geo should return. <laughs> 
<laughs> you could, and then we'd get an email. <laughs> Special thanks to our artist, Theo Golden, at T Golden Art on Instagram. And our musician, Joe Winslow, whom you can find at joewinslowmusic.com. I've been Condra. I've been Tyler. I've been Geo. And we'll see you next time to find out if this promposal sticks. You can bet on it. <laughs> <laughs>